you know, you can have a, you can have a scraping party if you want. Hey, after the run, come over to my house. We'll have, we'll have uh, coffee and, and uh, mimosas and omelets and brunch, and then we'll scrape each other. Episode 785 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, recovery tools are not one size fits all. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's quick tip episode, I want to take a minute and thank some folks who have navigated through the Apple Podcast app on the phone, on the computer, wherever it might be, and have left reviews for the show. Certainly, certainly appreciate it. First one, short and sweet from Jarrer AC says, great, great podcast. Very helpful. Short, sweet, to the point. I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you for that. Uh, next review comes from Jeremy P. Mattingly76 says, worth a listen. Uh, I've been a runner since my high school cross-country career. I'm now 43, and after losing 60 pounds, I've been back at it for three years. Diz has a great podcast with great tips and content. The heart rate training content got me back to a place I haven't been since high school. Good stuff. Uh, Jeremy, thank you so much for the review. Congratulations on the weight loss and, and congratulations on getting back, uh, getting some of your fitness back. Glad the heart rate training information has helped. And if you ever have any questions on that, certainly let me know. Uh, next review comes from the fit accountant says making the sport approachable. There is so much useful information in Denny's podcast every week. I first got hooked with episode 680 with get with with easy for me to say. That's why I don't read down these things. I usually just talk. Um, but, uh, first got hooked with episode 680 with guest Frida Ejet. Uh, the episode was so much more than just about running. And that was how I knew this podcast was going to be different. Seriously, go listen to the interview right now. She says, um, Denny has a knack for breaking things things down and making the sport so much more approachable. He talks to everyday folks who are passionate about running and the running community. My favorite episodes are the monthly Q&A sessions based on questions submitted through the Diz Runs Tribe Facebook group, and they are always filled with useful information. This is the running podcast that you need to subscribe to. Well, thank you, The Fit Accountant. Uh, I certainly appreciate that well-worded and, uh, and I don't want to say long. I don't mean long in a bad way, but, uh, certainly appreciate you taking the time to, to type that one out. Really appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, two more left next one. Great. All around from, uh, Rob 26.2 says gives useful info from technical to mental, from training to living gives encouragement, useful info from every conversation in one way or another. That's, that's what we're going for. Try to have something useful in every episode. Don't want you uh, to feel like you're ever wasting your time listening to this one. So thank you uh, for that review, Rob. Much appreciated. And last but not least for today, uh, this podcast rocks uh, from C Dizzle 26. C Dizzle. We get, we get a little something there. Dizzle, Dizzy. Yeah, we get a little, we get a little something there. Um, but the review says, I love listening to this podcast. Running is my sport of choice. And it's so refreshing to listen to all of his tips, Q and A's and information. If you are a runner or struggling to call yourself a runner, listen, you won't regret it. Well, thank you uh, once again, everybody for the reviews. Thanks C Dizzle. Thank Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Fit, uh, the Fit Accountant, Jeremy and Gerard. Gerard. I, I apologize if I'm saying that wrong, uh, but appreciate all of y'all for navigating through the Apple Podcasts interface, which is not the most intuitive interface, and taking the time to leave a review. And anybody else who would like to do that in the future, feel free. Certainly would appreciate it. And those that have done so in the past, I, I don't know what we're at now, 400 and something reviews uh, over the course of the last five years, maybe even more than that. I haven't, I haven't checked the actual total review tally lately, um, but there's a substantial number of reviews of the show. Uh, so to each and every person who has, has ever left a review of the show, thank you so much for uh, doing that. It really, really is appreciated. It really means a lot. Uh, so today, 
talking about different tools for the job and why, uh, you know, no surprise, I'm not on the one size fits all bandwagon when it comes to tools. And specifically when I'm talking about tools today, we were talking about kind of self, self massage, self recovery, um, soft tissue type of tool. So this might be, I, this might be a little different, um, quick tip episode than, than usual. I don't know. I, I mean, we'll, we'll see how this goes, but, uh, you know, if, if you've been following along for very long, you know that I'm not a one size fits all guy. I, I scream it. I shout it, uh, from the mountaintops when it comes to training plans, when it comes to diet, nutrition, race day strategy, how to recover, yada, yada, yada. Yes. I have some strong opinions on what works best for me. Yes, I try to share those opinions, especially when I think that maybe this isn't just for me, but this is there's some science to this. There's some there's some reason to think that a lot of people would benefit from heart rate training. For an, an example, uh, and, and hearkening back to um, Jeremy's review, um, but but I, I believe in the principles of heart rate training. That said, is heart rate training, especially the the, the fairly hardcore Maffetone style that I subscribe to, is that the only way to train? No. No. And, and if I ever blur the lines of, of saying that this is the only way, please, please give me the, uh, you know, the, the proverbial, uh, slap through the internet and, and, and correct me on that. Because while I think it's powerful, while I think it's beneficial, while it's absolutely working for me, it's not the only way. It's not the only way there's athletes that I coach runners that I coach that are doing more of like an 80, 20 style which is still kind of, it's still heart rate training, I guess, or it's still effort-based training, maybe is a better way to say it, um, but it's not nearly as hardcore. It's not maybe even predicated on the heart rate specifically, and it works for them. It works for them. So, you know, when it, when it comes to, in my belief, anything in life, anything running life and anything in between, there is no such thing as one size fits all. And yet, something that I've probably been guilty of is not talking about some of the, the different sizes, uh, different options out there when it comes to recovery, specifically when we're talking about soft tissue, when we're talking about soft tissue tools to help speed up the recovery process. So uh, what am I talking about? Well, the, you know, the, the one that I probably mentioned the most simply for lack of a better way of saying it, I, I, I use it as kind of the catch-all for all the tools. I talk about the foam roller. Have you foam rolled lately? Don't forget to foam roll. Foam rolling is a good thing for you. And it is, and it is. Foam rolling is a great soft tissue recovery option, recovery method, recovery. Uh, I don't know what, what's the word. I, there's a word I'm going for, and it's it's escaping me. And, and uh, since I'm not going to go back and try to edit this, I'm not going to sit around and wait for 45 seconds or a minute or two minutes for the word to come to me. Um, it'll probably come to me in a minute. And I'll shout it out and then just keep going. It'll make no sense. But anyway, foam rolling is a great way to speed up recovery. It's a great way to to do the soft tissue work that is really important for us. Why is soft tissue work important? Maybe that's one thing that we should touch on at least, at least quickly, uh, as if, as if quickly is something that I do on these quick tip episodes, but, um, soft tissue work is, you know, kind of like massage work. You can kind of, you kind of, it, it's not necessarily a hundred percent always a massage, but for the, the sake of argument and for today's episode, let's, let's talk about soft tissue work as massage work. So, so, so massaging your soft tissues, your muscles, primarily, maybe your tendons a little bit, um, but, but what does that do? Why do we do that? Well, over the course of running, over the course of the stresses and the strains that running puts on our bodies, specifically on our soft tissues, on our muscles, um, some of the, the, the tears, the, the trauma that happens at a cellular level, totally natural, totally normal, nothing to be afraid of when I say tears, you know, it's not, not talking about a total muscle tear, we're talking about individual cells and fibers tearing. Um, 
that repair process creates what can be called adhesions. And these adhesions kind of prevent the, the tissue from being as elastic and dynamic as it's supposed to be. So it can help to kind of limit range of motion, limit, limit the amount of movement, the sliding that happens within the, the muscle fibers. Um, and soft tissue work, massage work helps to straighten those, helps to remove those adhesions, to break them up and allow those, those muscle fibers to then slide back and forth. If you want a little bit of a visual example, or obviously I can't show you a visual, visual example, but I can give you an example that maybe would make more sense to your mind's eye. Think of it as, as soft tissue work as almost the iron to the adhesions that are, that are the wrinkles in your clothes. So, you know, if you, if you have, uh, clothes that, that need to be ironed on occasion. I don't, since all I wear are running clothes every day, all day, every day, um, which, you know, not, not to brag, but that's, that's my work attire. I literally running shorts and a, and a marathon shirt right now that I'm wearing. But you know, if you, if you actually have a real job where you need to go to and look presentable and you need to iron your clothes once in a while, you know, that, you know, if you, if you take your clothes out of the, out of the, um, uh, the dryer, you know, if you're not dry cleaning them, um, they can be a little wrinkly, look a little disheveled. Um, and so what you do, you get the ironing board out, you get the iron out, you, you iron them down and it helps to, to smooth out those wrinkles in your clothes to where all of the, the little fibers and the, and the cotton or whatever material it is, they're all lined up appropriately and the clothes look, look sharp. They look, they look nice and, and fresh, right? Same thing within your muscles. You, you get, you know, it's, it's not quite an apples to apples comparison, but again, as an example or something that maybe makes a little bit more sense to you, when, when the muscle fibers are repairing themselves after hard workouts, strength training workouts, or just the, the general wear and tear of running and life that, that we all have on a, on a regular basis. The, the cellular tissue repair process, sometimes, you know, a lot of times it works out and the, the, the fibers and the tissues are all kind of lined up pretty, pretty well like they're supposed to be, but sometimes they get a little jumbled. They get a little wrinkly. And so the foam roller or other soft tissue devices that we'll be talking about, help to smooth those wrinkles out. Kind of a forceful process, kind of a traumatic process, again, at the cellular level of breaking that up and helping the fibers to then move back and forth like they're supposed to when our muscles are, are contracting and relaxing. Um, soft tissue work also helps uh, with with blood flow, increasing blood flow to the area. It's, it's a it's a vaso, uh, you know, vaso meaning the, the vessels, the, the, the arteries and veins. It's a, it's a natural response to that kind of pressure, that kind of, of movement that we're going to get into with, um, with the different massage tools to send more blood to that area. It's, it's a natural response. If you've ever done a lot of foam rolling or, or kind of serious massage work and you notice that your skin is all red, uh, kind of flushed in that area, that's, that's the vasodilation that's happening. That's the blood coming to the area, bringing oxygen bringing nutrients, moving waste products back out. So anything that gets broken up again, at the cellular level that needs to get removed out of the tissue, your blood transports that back to your, your kidneys, your liver, wherever, uh, different parts of your body that help to filter the blood, um, could be back to the lungs to remove carbon dioxide. All of, all, all of that process is happening, not as a complete result of the massage or of the soft tissue work, but it's, it's a, it's certainly a good benefit of doing soft tissue work. So all that to say, soft tissue work is important. It's something that I know I'm guilty of overlooking at times, especially when everything feels good. When the body feels good, the legs are feeling good. It's like, eh, you know, I could get down on the foam roller tonight, but uh, I could also just stay on the couch and watch the TV or, or tool around on my phone. Um, so, you know, the couch is a bit more comfortable. Uh, certainly it doesn't hurt like the foam roller does when it hits one of those, one of those hot spots a little bit. So I'll just stay up here. Well, that's not the best strategy uh, to obviously stay healthy long-term. So making regular soft tissue work part of your routine is a good idea. But 
you know, again, I use foam ro- foam roller a lot in, in just general terms, kind of like you use Kleenex or Q-tip or something like that um, when you actually mean a facial tissue or a cotton swab, you know, because there's different types, there's different, there's different options. But unlike facial tissues, unlike cotton swabs, where the Q-tip or the Kleenex is pretty much identical if you go puffs versus if you go Kleenex versus if you go store-brought, you know, so there are a little bit of differences. You know, some might be a little bit more more soft, a little bit more gentle to the nose. Uh, have a little bit of aloe mixed in so that if you got a, when it's cold season and you got the, the, the chapped nose, uh, it's a little bit more soothing. All right. But for the most part, they're all the same thing. Right. They all they all do the same job. Um, one isn't appreciably different than the other. When it comes to the different tools for your soft tissue work, that's not exactly the case. They, they all might get to the same end. You know, the, the, the ends might all be the same as far as getting that, breaking up the adhesions and loosening up the muscle tissues and improving and, and increasing blood flow in the short term. But how they get there might be different. And depending on where you're trying to work, depending on what areas you're trying to loosen up, one tool may sort of work, but it may not be the best tool for that job. And again, a, a visual representation here. You think about the, the actual tools that you may have around your house or, or, you know, friend may have or, or whatever that, that your parents had growing up or whatever the situation might be. Um, most people that have a decent tool collection don't just have one hammer, one screwdriver, one wrench, and think that they're good enough. In theory, you know, we'll talk about hammers, but the same example applies to every different type of tool. In theory, one hammer can pretty much do any you know, can do the same jobs as all hammers, right? Um, but they're, but different jobs, depending on what you're trying to do, a better hammer, a different type of hammer will do the job better, right? Um, and, and maybe the, the, the biggest example would be, you know, say you have a sledgehammer, which can be great for driving a stake into the ground or driving a wedge into a log to split your logs or things like that. If you're, if you're cutting and splitting firewood, which I have a, a bit of a history with doing back in the, back in the day, um, a sledgehammer is a great tool for that. A sledgehammer is not such a great tool for tapping finishing nails into, uh, in, into your, your trim work of your house. If you're, if you're redoing the trim at your house, you're probably not going to use a sledgehammer for doing that right? It's still a hammer, but it's a different, different tool is required. You want a, a much smaller hammer, a much more easily controlled hammer. That's, that's less likely to put a hole through your wall as it is to drive that delicate nail right into where it needs to be. Same thing goes the other direction. You're not going to want that small lightweight hammer to drive a, a stake into the ground or to drive your, 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 your wedge through your, your log that you're trying to split to heat the house with firewood, right? You want the right tool for the right job makes the job a lot easier. And the same thing is 100% true when it comes to soft tissue tools or soft tissue massage tools, self-massage tools, all right? You can use your foam roller for just about anything, all right? It, it is fairly universal. And if you don't have any of these tools, go out and get a foam roller. That's That should be... I think the, the first soft tissue tool, maybe a stick. We'll talk about the stick in just a second. But one of those two is probably the, the first best tool that you can get for doing some soft tissue work. It's the most universal. But is it perfect? Does it hit everything perfectly? No. No. The foam roller definitely has some flaws. So the, the foam roller, if you're not aware, it's just a, it's a, it's a dense piece of foam in a 
you know, cylindrical shape. You sit on it and roll back and forth on, on various parts of your body. I'm, I use it on my, my legs, my hamstrings, my quads, my IT bands, my inner, my inner thighs, my calves, my glutes, my back, my lower back, my upper back. I use it. I use it a lot. I use it a lot. Is it perfect? No, no. Where it falls short is where there's, there's areas where you're trying to get deeper down into the tissue. So while I might use it on my glutes, it doesn't get very deep down into my hip glute area. All right. Um, it doesn't work well for the bottom of your feet. If you've got plantar fasciitis type of symptoms, or you're just trying to, d- to not have plantar fasciitis symptoms and massage your feet once in a while, foam roller doesn't work very well for that. You know, it doesn't work well for, for more delicate areas. Um, especially like if you have some tight neck muscles, which I may or may not have been dealing with recently, using the foam roll on your neck doesn't, does, doesn't feel too well. doesn't work too well. And of course, you don't ever really want to do anything too intense around your neck, right? Because, uh, you know, there's a, there's, there's a, a slightly important piece of tissue called your, your spinal, co- spinal, spinal cord running through that area. Um, so you want to make sure you, you know, erring on the side of caution there. So the foam roller, great for a lot of things, a lot of aspects of soft tissue work and, and recovery, not perfect for everything. Stick, very similar. The stick is, is kind of like a rolling pin. In fact, I've seen people use a rolling pin in, in place of spending maybe twice as much money to get the stick. And the sticks are always available at race expos, it seems like. They're always trying to sell them there. Um, again, great recovery tool. Very similar to the foam roller, except you're using, instead of setting on it and using your body weight's pressure on it, you're using your hands to kind of roll back and forth. And, and it's got different different knobs or different, uh, you know, kind of like beads, roll, roll uh you know, circular shaped or, or spherical shaped beads that you roll uh, and you roll your, your quad. You get, again, you can roll just about anything, um, that you can reach. And that's one of the limiting factors there. Try to use the massage stick to massage your back. doesn't work very well. Um, try to use the stick to massage your glutes. Again, doesn't get very deep into that area. Use it on your feet. Again, doesn't going to, isn't going to dig into, into some of those, those little areas where it's super tight on the bottoms of your feet. So again, the stick has some limitations. What are some other options, some other tools that you might have seen or might have yourself or might, depending on where you are in your running career, you know, with the holiday season approaching, maybe you want to throw one or two of these items on your uh, wish list for the holiday season and get some different tools to start, you know, building out your recovery toolbox. And that's kind of, I think the point of today's episode is like, if, if you use the, the foam roller or use the stick fairly exclusively, that's great. That's awesome. But you might want to think about branching out a little bit more uh, with some different tools to help kind of step up your self-massage slash recovery game. So what are some, some things that you might want to add? Various balls can be added to the mix. Um, if, if you want a good gift idea, or again, or if you just want to treat, treat yourself a little bit, Getting the, the tune-up balls, the yoga tune-up balls, there's, there's a set available on Amazon. I will have that linked up in the show notes for today's episode, disruns.com slash 785. Uh, we'll get you there. Um, and that also you know, throws a couple shekels into my account when you use those affiliate links. But uh, it, it's no cost to you. And if you just search on, on Amazon anyway, you search for yoga tune-up uh, balls, they will pop right up. Different sizes. Uh, I have the multi-pack, which comes with three different size balls, actually four different size balls, uh, three that I use regularly. Um, and they work great. You know, you can use, use them for your feet, the smaller surface area than like a foam roller or the stick. So they dig into different parts of your arch. Well, um, they also, you know, you can use them to dig into your glutes pretty good, especially if you've got any kind of like kind of sciatica type of, of issues or, or tight hip rotators, um, which is kind of common for us as runners. They work great there. They work great for the hip flexors, which most runners have tight hip flexors. So they work great in some of these areas where it needs a little bit more pressure. You need to get a little bit deeper than what the foam roller provides. What's the negative of the balls, however? 
The negative is that because they dig a bit deeper, they, they hurt a bit more. They're, they're pretty intense uh, in some areas. They don't work as well for, for big, long muscle groups. So they don't work as well for like rolling your entire hamstring or your entire quad or your entire calf. Can you use it for that? Yeah, you can. It's a little bit more tricky. Um, it's probably going to, going to hurt a bit more. It, it, it takes a bit more, more effort. Um, may not be quite as, as good for just kind of general maintenance, but if you have a, a tight spot or a, a sore spot, they'll work great for that. Um, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Uh, and also depending on what kind of balls, you know, you could, you could use like a, a golf ball, which golf ball for the foot is one of my favorite tools. Um, you can use like a tennis ball, something like that. Um, but the different densities of balls too, too hard can't have problems too, you know, not hard enough or not dense enough. Like a tennis ball can have problems as well. As far as you, if you, if you sit on it and it just deflates, well, now it's not doing much for you. Um, so there's, there's, there's some issues, you know, just having a, a grab bag of balls is not perfect. Um, lacrosse ball, maybe that's as close as it gets to some of those, those tune-up balls that I have from that I, that I purchased. Um, so something like that might work. It has a little bit of give to it. It's a little bit sticky. Um, that can be a great option. Um, but having different balls in the mix, not a bad idea. Um, you steal your kids, Nerf balls, steal your kids, bouncy balls, those types of, or borrow them, you know, but if your kid's anything like mine, you know, you borrow it and she, she just thinks she lost it and it's, it's hanging out right there. Something that I can use on a regular basis. So not that, not that I'm stealing my kids toys, but I'm just saying, if you need to steal your kids toys, you can, you can get away with it and make it look like it. Yeah. You know, was, uh, was, was an accident for sure. Um, another great tool. Well, it's a good tool for what it's worth or what it's for. I mean, not for what it's worth. It's a good tool for what it's for, but it doesn't cover a lot of bases. And that's kind of the, the, the frustration I have with everything else that's on the list for today. The roll recovery. If you've seen it, it looks like it's something out of kind of medieval torture device. Uh, it's, it's this spring-loaded contraption with um, uh, rollerblade wheels on each side of it. I'll have pictures in the, in the, in the show notes as well. Uh, and again, links there for it if you want to get it, check it out. Um, but it, it, you, you kind of open it up, pinch it around your leg, and the springs clamp it back down and give it good uniform pressure uh, as it rolls across you know the muscles. I, I, I love it for my thighs. You know you hit the inner and outer thigh at the same time because it's got massagers on both sides. So you open it up, slap it over your over your leg, clamp it down, start rolling back and forth. You're getting a good groin and a good IT band massage at the same time. Then you can kind of rotate it a bit so you're getting quad and hamstring. You're getting the front of your thigh, back of your thigh, um, and kind of hit the the angles. And I just kind of you know sit for a few minutes and, and hit the whole thigh area then switch and get the other thigh works great for that for your calves it works all right it works all right you got to be a little bit careful with with that contraption that, that torture device when you're getting one one side of it towards the front of your shin because if it gets on your bone it hurts it hurts it will get your attention quickly but if you're getting just the muscle belly uh you're kind of using it on the sides of the the calf muscles it works great for that but therein lies the problem. That's pretty much the only places you can use the roll recovery. I guess you could use it on your arms if you wanted to, but we're talking to runners here. So you're probably not doing a whole lot of, of roll recovery on your bicep tricep area. Although if you want to, if you need to go for it, but you know, getting into your glutes, nope, ain't doing anything there. Nothing for your back, nothing for your lats, nothing for your core, nothing for, for anything, hip flexors, nothing really around your knees, uh, because it's so the, the, the rolls, you know, the, the, the wheels, basically the rollerblade wheels, they're so dense. You, you can't go around a bony area. It's going to hurt way too much. Um, so it's great for the, the muscly areas of your thighs and your calf. Anything with bones though, eh, not so much. So it's, it's really good for what it's, what it's, you know, the areas that it uses or that it, that it can get to, 
Um, but boy, there's a lot of areas that, that it can't get to. And, and it is a bit expensive. Um, again, makes a great gift, but I think it's last I checked, I think it was about $125, $130, something like that. Um, which for me, if I'm going to spend $130 for a recovery tool, I want it to be like something that I can use everywhere. Not something that I can only use in a couple of places, but I'm cheap. I've made no, no secret about that. I'm glad I have one. Thanks to the Roll Recovery folks who have sent it to me about a year and a half or two years ago. Uh, love it. Still use it. Still works great. You know, it's, you know, no, no longevity type of issues or anything like that. Just not as usable for various places as I would like for a tool that's that expensive. So check it out. If you've got the disposable income or, you know, want to put something fancy on your Christmas gift uh, list that you wouldn't maybe get for yourself, Roll Recovery, good option to add there. What about the CTM band? Something kind of new to the scene. Uh, and spoiler alert, next episode of the podcast, episode 786, I'm interviewing the uh, the creator of the CTM band. Um, so we'll talk about it a bit more in depth there as well. But basically, it's like a it's like a elastic band with some some uh, nodule type of, of things. I don't know what the exact best way to call them is, but they're like like half of a golf ball type of size that are connected to the band. You put it on on your body wrap the band around it and really put a lot of pressure in it so that those nodules, which you can remove them. There's four of them that have come in the band, but you can take them out if you only want one or two so that they press down into, into your leg, into your muscles. Um, then you kind of walk around with it for three, four five minutes, something like that, making sure it's really tight. And so when, when you're walking, when the muscles expanding and contracting or relaxing and contracting, it's pressing against those nodules, which creates the massage action, does some myofascial, uh, it, uh, release as well, which is not the most pleasant thing, but it, it feels good after the fact. And then when you take it off, uh, you, it gets a little bit of constriction as well. Cause you wrap it on pretty tight. When you take it off after a few minutes, it allows all that blood flow to come in, help really loosen up the muscles and, and bring some of those, you know, fresh nutrients, fresh, fresh oxygen from the blood into the area to help speed up the recovery process. The negative of the CTM band is that if, you know, because you have to wrap it on to one place and only one place, it's, it's a bit tedious in my view to really get the whole entire, you know, just general soreness type of things. If you have a spasm, a knot, something that you're trying to work out, it's perfect. It's the perfect tool for that. If you just have general leg soreness after a good hard workout, I mean, it, it can do it. You can, you can, you can work with it but it's kind of, it's kind of tedious. It's kind of tedious. Again, this is where we get to the, the theme of this episode, the right recovery tool for what you're trying to solve. Um, scraping tools. These are some things, these last two, I got two things left on the list tonight. These last two are things that I don't currently have scraping tools. I do have experience with in my athletic training days. We had some scraping tools. Um, you may have heard it called Graston, Graston technique. That's, that's one of the, the ways of using it. Um, but they, they're just these little kind of like metal type of tools. Usually you can get cheap ones that are plastic, but you know, these are kind of one of those things where you don't need to get the highest end, but get one that has a little bit of heft to it. Get one that has a little bit of weight to it. Um, and you, you literally like rub it on your tissue. And I, I can't describe it much better than that. It's not just rubbing it on, on it, but you rub it on the tissue. It, it finds every little adhesion, every little thing that's kind of surface level, uh, myofascial level. Um, and it breaks them up and it breaks them up. Seriously. It helps break up scar tissue. So if you have something, you know, some type of, of scar, surgical scar something like that, that's again, surface level, it'll help break that up and help improve your range of motion, blood flow. You'll, you'll, you'll see the blood flow. You'll see the, 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 the raspberry that starts to develop on your leg or wherever you're using it. Um, if, if you're, if you're doing it right, it'll, it'll be red real quick. Uh, there'll be lots of blood to the area. It does all the things we want. Um, but again, if you're trying to cover a big, long area can be a little bit tedious. If you don't have the technique down, it's not going to be as effective. 
Some areas that you may want to massage, some areas that you may want to use the, the scraping tools on are pretty hard to get to by yourself. So you may need a partner. You may need to, to try to sweet talk your, uh, you know, your most sadistic friend or spouse or, or partner, uh, training partner, whatever, uh, to, to, to inflict some of that pain, some of that hurt so good pain on you, um, to help, you know, you can have a, you can have a scraping party if you want. Hey, after the run, come over to my house. We'll have, we'll have, uh, coffee and, and, uh, mimosas and omelets and brunch, and then we'll scrape each other. Maybe, maybe that sounds a little bit dirty, but, uh, um, you know, you, you might have to set something like that up, uh, in order to get certain areas that, you know, not, not that they're private areas, but they're just areas that it's hard to reach to, to really get like, I'm thinking like Achilles tendon, um, which you might think you can reach to it, but to, to really get the scraping right and to be relaxed enough to allow it to really work pretty hard to do on yourself. So, you know, that's one of those, th- these negatives, one of the, the reasons where having the right tools for the right job, like it might be the right tool, but if you're unable to use the tool correctly, now it doesn't work so well. Now it's not the right tool for the job anymore. So, uh, but it's a good tool that might be, again, something worth adding to your Christmas list, adding to your, your holiday registry, um, that, uh, that might be the right tool for certain jobs, certain times that you need it or the, the various different types of scraping tools. I'll link a few of them up in the show notes. And then last but not least, something I have zero experience with, but I feel like it's, it's, making the rounds and it's all the rage in, in certain areas. It's the, the massage guns. So it kind of looks like a hand mixer or uh, you know, any type of, of hand drill, something like that. Um, and on the end of it, instead of having the mixer or instead of having the, the drill bits, it's got like a, a, a little ball, a little plunger type of thing that presses out and comes back in high speed. So you just put that over your muscle, power it up and it just boom, 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 boom. It pounds in and out. Uh, kind of giving a little bit of more of a deep tissue massage to whatever tissues that you're putting it, it over. Um, I've never used them. I imagine they would feel pretty good. I imagine again, that they'd be great for m- heavily muscular areas. They'd probably be great for your glutes, great for your, your thighs, your calves, um, maybe for your feet. Again, it might be a little bit tricky to, to get it, get at it yourself with your foot being able to be relaxed. So it might be something where you need somebody to help you out with that. Um, probably works well on like chest. And, and if you, if you have like a desk job where you're hunched over all day, help release your, your pecs, open your chest up a little bit, probably works good on your back. Again, might be a little bit tricky to, to use it on yourself back there. Um, but anywhere where it's really delicate areas, especially around your shins, especially around your knees, around your joints, probably isn't going to work very well right there. So, that's, that's ultimately the moral of the story. Um, you know, when it comes to massage tools, different tools work very well for different areas. And sometimes the best tools are your hands. You know, again, if you're around a delicate area, if you're around bones, around sensitive skin, um, where you want to do some massage, but you, you, you don't really want lots of pressure, just use your, use your fingers a little lotion or a little Vaseline or something like that to reduce the friction and just massage lightly with your fingers. So depending on what you're going for, when it comes to soft tissue work, when it comes to self massage, you might want to have some different tools for, for different jobs, whether it's the foam roller, the stick, different types of balls, roll recovery, fancy, fancy gadgets. The right tool for the right job makes a world of difference, helps to make the, the desired impact happen versus just going through some torture sessions without getting what you ultimately want. So, you know, this holiday season or any time that that you're thinking about kind of soft tissue work, um, don't be afraid to get some different, different items. Don't be afraid to invest a little bit of money. Some of them, it's a lot, some of it's a decent chunk of money, but a lot of them are, you know, 
20 bucks, 30 bucks, something like that, which, which, you know, I get everybody's budgets a little bit tight, but if you can come up with 30 or $40 to get a tool that might help you stay out of the doctor's office, out of the PT's office, help you stay healthy, working towards your goals. I feel like that's a good 20 or $30 spent, $40 spent, $50 spent. If you can get it for a holiday or birthday or something like that, even better. Um, but if you don't have many different tools, if you think that your, your foam roller is good enough to get everything, I would, I would argue that you've got one size fits all thinking right there. And that's probably not the best way to think. So different tools, different jobs, uh, check out some of the different options available. I'm sure there's others that I, I didn't include in this post. Um, I'm, and I'm sure, you know, give it time. There'll be more advances, more ideas, more inventions, more products that show up on the market. Um, I'll always keep trying to investigate different ones. If you have something that you've used that I didn't mention today for soft tissue work, would love to hear about it. Uh, so I can talk about it, maybe review it. Um, but make sure you're doing that soft tissue work. It's important. And if you have the ways to, or if you have the means to get some different tools, invest in some different tools because you don't need to use a, a sledgehammer when a little fine reflex type of hammer is, is what the proper tool is for that job. So that is it for today. Whew, we got long on this one. We got over a half an hour for a quick tip episode. At what point should I just stop calling these quick tip episodes and just call them tip episodes? This is just a tip episode. Today's tip is that different tools for different jobs. No tools are one size fits all. So let me know what you thought about this one at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. Of course, you can also shoot me an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. And you can head over to the show notes today for links to all the products that are available on Amazon. Uh, throws a couple shekels in my account if you decide to end up making a purchase there. Uh, but also just to see them, to get an idea of what they are. Um, and we, you know, we've got, we've got memes, we've got GIFs, we've got pictures of my, my old dog uh, stealing my, my foam roller. We've got, we got all the things in the show notes for today. Dizruns.com slash 785 is the link that will get you back to where the show notes are for today. Check them out if you're so inclined. And while you're there, you can also leave a comment, feedback, thoughts, takeaways down at the bottom of that page as well. Thanks again to everybody who left a review recently or not so recently. If you left a review two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, thank you just as much as those that left a review uh, in the last month or so. Certainly appreciate it. And if you want to contribute uh, a little bit of, of help that way by leaving a review for the show, I will certainly appreciate it on whatever device, platform, wherever you listen to the show, if you can leave a review, it would certainly be uh, much appreciated. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap up this tip episode that's no longer quick. And uh, until next time, y'all, please be well. Take care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you. <laughs>